A.J. Allmendinger, NASCAR Cup Series pilot, a very good friend of the Freak Nation on a Father's Day night. Pretty apropos that we have him here in the Freak Nation. Oh, A.J. Allmendinger will become a father coming up in August. I can only imagine this little guy. I'm talking about A.J., this little guy being a pops. We talk a lot about that. And then some racing later on. A.J. Allmendinger right now. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. A.J. Allmendinger here in the Freak Nation. And that, that profile that I see on camera right now, that, that is awfully sexy. You actually look like you're about 6'2", the way I have the camera adjusted. Wow. Then that must be a magical camera. It actually is because <laughs> it, it probably costs as much as a set of tires for uh, you and your car. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, really? Pretty expensive. Okay. Well, you know, can we sell that and get another another set of tires for this weekend? <laughs> you put that idea in his head. There Maybe you go. Maybe assist it to your engineer. Listen, the news is out. You're going to be a dad. You're going to be a pop. Let's get that out of the way, man. We'll talk racing. Maybe. But do you know what you're in for? Have you had consultation with people who've fathered and babies? Wow, that's weird. <laughs> well, that is weird. That is weird. I mean, here's my deal. Yeah. This is the, the easiest way I thought about it. When I found out, a little shock to the system, right? A little nervous. Mm-hmm. I was like, if Kenny can be a dad, Bang. anybody can be a dad. So that that uh, freed me up a little bit. Right. And also, I know my wife, Tara, is going to be amazing because she's had to take care of a kid for the last 10 years of her life. So should be fine, right? That's right. You did just celebrate your 10-year anniversary, <laughs> didn't you? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I want to know, though, is did you know... She was pregnant before you announced you were going full-time cup, or was that all around the same time? That was after, for sure. She, uh, I, So I blame fully Chris Rice for this because oh. it was at his member guest event, golf, and there was a lot of drinking I was doing. Tara doesn't drink. So I kind of blame Tara because she's the one that let me in there. So, uh, but no, yeah, this was... So it, it happened after the golf tournament? Yeah, you went back yeah. to the hotel, and or and, was it in the bathroom? It was it was the oh, it was the hotel. Yeah, yeah. All right. Technically, actually, it was the the next day at home, but it was still some residual. Uh, you know, so wow, we're really getting into the nuts so and bolts yeah, here. So yeah, uh, so but yeah, it's kind of funny. So you know, not to get too into details, but my wife is very allergic to a lot of things, food. Uh, alcohol. That's why she doesn't drink. Yeah, she. This is why she's gonna be the healthiest person of all time. Lived to like 127, but she's never been on birth control either. So we've always kind of know when on, went on and went off, and uh, so she didn't tell me that we have our fun and it, it happens. Well, she wakes up the next day and she's like, "Hmm, there was still like two to three hours left of when it, hours hours of when it." can happen i don't know what all goes on in that system of of ladies we don't either but she does so she didn't tell me this so she thought nothing of she's like yeah first try really no come on and uh she was getting ready for a fitness pageant and leading up to it she's like ah i think i think i might you know it my period might be happening right around that i was like oh that's that that's gonna be terrible she's like yeah so it's like she does the fitness competition i was like so did did you have your period she's like no, but I've been cutting a lot of weight, stuff like that. So that's, I can feel it. It's happening. So it's like another week goes by. I'm like, um, are you, are you, I mean, and this is a person that on Saturday at two o'clock is like, yep, it's coming on 8 p.m. Sunday. I can feel it. And it's like 8 p.m. Sunday. She's like, yep. And uh, so, yeah, we did that for about seven weeks. Seven? <laughs> <laughs> because you're like, no, yeah, and, this and isn't I'm, happening. And finally I was like, 
she had another pageant coming up. She's like, I don't want to know until after the pageant. I'm like, I think we know. So I was out golfing and she's like, I took three tests. She's like, the third one was quite positive. She's like, I, I think I took a breath on that one and it went boom, positive. So there so you go. So it was on the phone when you got the notification from, yeah, yeah, from, from her. her? Yeah, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to finish this round and we can talk about this after. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a birdie here. Yeah. Hold on. There are instances like that that you always remember. The first time you f find out that your wife is pregnant, I know exactly, we know where we were. Yep. It's those instances, and in all seriousness, it's those in instances that I hope that you can just bank. Because I don't remember a whole lot of stuff, yeah. but it's those instances that are badass. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you know, and it's, it was never like a no, We but we never said, oh, for sure, we're, we're having kids. Now, my parents have been on me for like, this is what I laugh. Mm. My dad made this comment. Uh, we, so we had a baby shower and my dad made a comment to one of the people there was like, yeah, I've been waiting this for 25 years. And I was like, so since I was 16, dad, you, and he's like, no, not 16. No, no, I'm not. No, I, I didn't mean that. But yeah, so my parents were really thrilled with it. Uh, so we told him on Christmas, mm. we hand him a present and it was just a, checkered flag and my dad yeah that's nice and, he looked, and we're like read the checkered flag so i thought they were gonna cry a lot and my dad crying is just really weird my 6'2 dad sometimes and it's just an awkward it's just you know it's just a it's a rough cry to watch so he did so they held it together pretty good on christmas and then they told me they as soon as we left they they cried a lot and they probably still are they're like probably, oh my yeah. gosh yeah Sparkle gave me a, a suit that I might still be able to wear, but it was it was for our son. But yeah. I, there's a chance I could fit in that thing. That's true. You'll he'll get hand me downs from you maybe when he's three or four. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, exactly for sure. <laughs> so wrong. that's what I told him. I was like, I was I was rubbing Tara's stomach, and I was like, I hope you get your height from her side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad's six two. My dad's six two, but my my mom is. I don't still actually I still don't know how my dad is 6'2 either because mm. his parents weren't overly tall and then my mom's side is like I'm actually one of the taller ones have you guys Tara's already side. had that conversation of what he's gonna do yes racing no racing yeah he gets a golf club as soon as he um, comes out I'm like here golf club grab that this is Not what a we're doing wheel. yeah and make him walk to the course don't don't, don't yeah. put him in anything with an engine for 16 the, now years. the problem is is like yesterday we're in the bus and the truck practice starts and mm. we're basically where the buses are right on the back straight away and first truck goes by and tara said he immediately started kicking her stomach so i'm gonna try That's to hide it. everything as soon as he's born hide everything of racing for a couple of years, maybe lie to him if I'm still racing. Like, right. yeah, I'm just, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I got to do trips every weekend. Don't worry about it. Don't watch TV. <laughs> Don't watch TV. <laughs> so, so who yeah. of the drivers here in this paddock, who in the cup garages, who would be the best person to give you advice, or who do you trust the most to give you advice? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Busher, Chris Busher and his wife, although they're they're completely different than us. When I when Chris and I were teammates. I always enjoyed Chris, so uh, they they've told Tara. Tara gets more of the advice than I do. You know, all the mm -hmm. moms come by and like, if you need anything. So yeah, if that that's the first one that comes to mind is 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 Busher. Uh, there's a few others, but you know how I am. I don't yeah. want to talk to anybody. Okay, who would you not want to get advice from? <laughs> the rest of them, really. Uh, I don't want to name names and, and leave anybody out. But just give card yeah, numbers. Yeah, just definitely. Well, I'll put it this way. Definitely not Larson. Definitely mm -hmm. not not KB because 
their kids are racing 24 7 oh so we're going to try to stay away from that <laughs> so no harvick no boyer yeah. no bush pretty much any no of larson them. Yeah. oh you're yeah. right yeah. pretty much yeah. any of them yeah the big news when tony stewart was in here last year was he's not going to cut the umbilical cord if he and leah pruitt decide to have babies will you cut the umbilical cord of your your baby absolutely not so well, exactly I, what kenny said kenny that's what you said too and then you did wait i'm oh i have a listen I, you know me, I'm a thinker, I'm a planner, I strategize about things. I have a plan. I've got a small cooler. I will be in the lobby watching Sports Center. I'll have beverages, I'll have snacks. And after that kid comes out, they can cut the cord, they can run it through the little car wash thing, clean it off, polish it up. When it's done, I'll come in, spend as much time as we can. But I am not gonna be in there before that or they will have to have two beds because I'll pass out on the floor. Yeah. Will you cut the umbilical cord? No. No. I'll, Why? No. No. Why? No. No. Because Why? I'm a little squeamish. <laughs> so I've I've already told Tara, and, and she's actually all for this. I'll be on the top side, patting the head and, yep. and holding. Like, all right, go for it. Let me know when he's out. <laughs> Is he okay? Is it cleaned up? Yep. What, what? Yeah. Hey. No. Yeah, hey, bud. How what you doing? What a cutie. Yeah. Would you Would you faint? <laughs> I won't squeamish? faint. No, I don't faint, but I, I might get the. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't think Tara needs that. Because yeah. the way I tell dudes to practice: cook some asparagus in the microwave for a couple of minutes, and then get some scissors and start cutting it. That's what it's like cutting the umbilical cord. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said no to. He's gonna throw up right here. <laughs> yeah, I said no to, but I did end up doing it, and it was awesome. I don't know if I had any. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, he some well, Good. I'm not having asparagus tonight either. So at least I'm at least rather cooking for, for the seven next minutes. Two months. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, you're right. You've got the right plan. You'll stay up top. Yeah. You still will see some of the residual. You yeah. will. You will. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. You will. You could be outside the room and still see some of the residual. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're going here. Yeah. We're, okay. We were just there. Do you have any regrets going full-time cup racing? No, I don't have any regrets. I, I just, uh, I, you know, to be quite honest, I wish we were a little bit better this year. Mm -hmm. Do you have any regrets going full-time cup racing? No, I don't have any regrets. I, I just, uh, I, you know, to be quite honest, I wish we were a little bit better this year. Mm -hmm. You give all these big teams a, a chance to work on a car that they really never had a chance to work on last year because we were just trying to get the cars to the racetracks, trying to get parts in the shop just to build them. Uh, you know, you're probably going to get a little bit behind. Uh, but I don't – definitely no regrets because I knew there's going to be ups and downs. We've just struggled a little bit more than than I think we all expected. And just means we got to work harder. And I shouldn't say hard. We just got to work smarter, work in the right directions. And, you know, part of this – and this is what I've always loved about – Matt Collig and Chris Rice and all the men and women, but it starts with Matt and Chris. It's not that there's pressure of, hey, we got to run better, you mm. know, like let's pick it up. They know that that we're struggling and it's about trying to find out what are the areas that we're struggling in. Is it getting the cars built correctly? Is it getting them, um, you know, just the alignment of the cars, of how you build them? Uh, you know, that I think now with these cars, because you can't really work on the arrow as much, so all the small details make even more important. Sometimes I do wish, and I tell this to Tara all the time, I wish I could care a little bit less and not have it just like 
24-7, like beyond my mind of like, how do we get better? More, it's usually how do I get better? That's that's how I am with myself. I I get more frustrated with myself of like, okay, I'm not leading us in the right direction to get us better. And that's me being hard on myself. So um, I don't regret it. I do wish there was times I could just relax and let it go. But as she points out, I wouldn't be me if that's if that's what I did. So do you feel like you need to maybe talk with your crew guys more in trying to find that balance or no I, I mean we talk all the time i'm at the shop you know we, we're, we're in meetings and and it's not it's not lack of communication or lack of effort it it's just uh and part of it too really is i mean you look at these weekends right we just got done with a 20 minute practice qualifying and now we go to the race yeah so you don't even get time to if you come here and try something radical and it doesn't work, you don't have time mm-hmm. to take it off. Like you're just stuck with it. So it, it's different back in the day when you had practice and Saturday practice and then another practice. And you're like, if that doesn't work, we'll just go back to a baseline. Like we don't have these opportunities now. And every weekend are super important to try to try something and get it right or, or get it wrong and learn from it. But, um, yeah, I'm just always going to be hard on myself and, and, you know, wish I'm, I'm pushing us in a better direction. That's from COVID, isn't it? On shrinking the weekends. Are other teams complaining? I could only imagine they are because you're right. You need more time to figure things out. And can that change moving forward next year, the year after? I I think the teams that have it figured out love it, Mm -hmm, right? And and the ones that are struggling wish we had more time. I don't, I think there's a happy medium somewhere. We don't need to go back to the old cup cup schedule. That was, that was miserable where you, we'd fly in on Thursday, early afternoon, you practice, qualify, practice, practice, mm-hmm. race. Like you did it every weekend. Uh, but, you know, part of them shrinking the schedule originally was us not practicing was it saved teams money because you didn't have to bring a backup car. You just went to the race. Oh. Well, you still have to bring a backup car now, whether it's 15 minutes of practice or two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's not really saving money now. I think there's a happy medium of, of maybe 50-minute practices and, and you can every weekend or things like that. But it's the same for all of us, so you can't complain about it. You just you try to be better. But definitely when you're behind, uh, it makes it harder because you really it's hard to try things and learn from it. Technology in the series, or actually technology in racing in general, is bonkers, especially where they were able to figure out subjectively or factual that <laughs> what happened between Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott, how they could actually go back there and look at all the data in the car. From a driver's perspective that's been doing it for a long time, is that a good thing to be able to make it black and white versus Bill France sitting up here going, you're suspended, boy. Yeah, it, it it's tough. Um, in a situation like that, you know, as we've all been around, we're all racers, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, Something like last week, you know it happens. You know, yeah. Bubba at, at, and, and Kyle at, at Vegas, like mm-hmm. you know what they're doing. You know, with the data now, you can't lie about it. Because you can always, oh yeah, steering broke. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I. Ha- that's what happened, and that's the excuse we usually go with. But it also, the the right hook back up the racetrack. That is super dangerous. So that's du- something that we need taken away from the sport. And if that's suspending for a race, and it, and it makes us all think, okay, like we can't be doing that. But at the same point, it's. You know, and I know Denny when he talked about it, and that was the biggest thing at Phoenix, and he got got the penalty for mm-hmm. it. But something like that, I wonder. Okay, what's the fine line of of that or 
you know, say Ross and me at Coda, where you see clearly drives through the back of me, uh, or anything like that. Like, what's the line? And the right hook up the racetrack, that's just dangerous. And, and that's what we got to stop doing. Is Ross good or bad for the sport? Ross is great for the sport. And he's super talented. You know, I think that's the thing is with Ross, the action sometimes kind of takes over who he is. And, and you know, hell, I the only thing I, I have a problem with Ross is when he gets on TV and he does the, oh, shucks, I'm sorry again. I didn't mean to do that. I need to learn from that. Mm. Like, stop that stuff. Like, you drove through the back of somebody on purpose or not. Just be like, yeah, I drove through the back of him. Like, but, it. but unfortunately... As we're getting fines now for stuff, you're mm -hmm. scared to even say it. Yep. But Ross itself for the sport is great. He's so talented, really fast. He brings personality, controversy. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's what we like. When you saw the Graxon, uh, Ross, Jastain deal go down, where were you? Were you laughing? Were you going, it's on? I think I was already walking back to the hauler right. and it's like you start walking to the big screen you're like and you can hear the crowd start erupting and it's yeah. like oh what happened so i didn't even realize it until uh i got in the hauler and i was changing they're replaying it i was like oh damn <laughs> i was like ross ross told him get off me mm -hmm. like it's gonna happen so but i still laugh at that stuff yeah like i'm too old for that it's awesome like it, it's old. great i'm too old for that stuff. i'm like i'm like it's like you People are like, start getting in there throwing blow. I'm like, I'm like, that's nah, just mm -hmm. dumb. Like we like I get what we're all fighting for out there, but like but it, you know, this is what we love about the sport. Watching the Indy five hundred, is it still tug at you a little bit to get back in an open wheel car? No. Right. No. I, but I love watching it. it. it's here is my theory always has been about Indy and, and being so fortunate to do it one time is that you have to go in there with a hundred percent commitment of i don't care what happens i mean we knock on wood thank goodness mm. the accident that tire when that tire mm. left i thought oh my god please mm -hmm. have i thought it went in the crowd at first and then thankfully like the the best thing that could have happened there was it just hit a car lady gets a new car too so you know it's not too shabby but you you see those wrecks and you have to go in there hundred percent commitment of like yeah, this is what's gonna possibly could happen, and yeah. I'm, I know what the 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 things that from that may happen. You know, injuries or you know, knocking with thank God nobody you know yeah. die. But that's but you got to go in there with that mindset. I could go in there with ninety nine percent of it. Hmm. There's one. There, there's there, there's still be one percent of like ooh like because you can't. I'm still gonna make the moves. Mm -hmm. You know that it's. It's part of people who are like, well, you hate super speedway racing, but you're pretty good at it. Well, I hate sucking too. Like that's one thing. So I'm gonna go in there and make the moves if I have to, and if it's got to be five wide and through the grass, things like that. But there's that one percent of me is like, ooh, I, I don't want the bad part of this, and I just know now that that's that's where I'm at. Can I is go that the older AJ that we were just alluding hmm. to? Where does yeah, that come from? I mean, that's that's just that that's. I think we all get in a point in our in our yeah. lives that you just like, okay, is it worth it? Like Towns and Bell used to talk about it, when, especially when I was working at NBC. He's like, yep, I'm past that now. Like it's, but you can't you can't go into a race and for your race team and your sponsors and, and your car owner and everybody and say, well, I'm 99% sure I want to do this. There's one percent of me that's that's uh, <laughs> and that's. Yeah, I, I'm man enough to know that there's one percent of me that would say, mm -mm, I and don't. you can watch a race and see the drivers who have that ninety-nine percent, can't you? From your perspective, going, if he was hundred percent into it, he would have made or she would have made this move. 
For yeah, you definitely could see it. Yeah. Um, as we watched Indy, I don't know if there was anybody out there with that because <laughs> they were making some moves. Like Elio still doing it. I'm like, man, like it's 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 insane, especially the way they run now. You know, it, it's it if you say now the when I say this, the safety of the cars are way more. Mm-hmm. But you look at the way the '90s used to race, where it's not yeah, you're you're running wheel to wheel, but you're not packed up. You're if you got a good car, you're single file and yes. you're and you're making moves and it's not this three wide four wide down the straightaway more often than not well now with this package that's mm. the way it is so you definitely see the people that commit and not but 500 i didn't see a lot of lifting by anybody uh-uh. no. so so i would give them all 100 percent commitment always love us some aj almondinger here in the freak nation coming up next we flash back 18 years ago for smoke tony stewart I don't want to miss this one. 